Alrighty, top of the morning, folks. Hope you're doing well. Hope you're doing. Hope you're doing it. Um, today is Monday, December thirteenth, uh, and this is gonna be Garden Pals number ninety-one. Inching, inching our way up to that one hundred mark. Um, with every day, with every hour, excited. Um, don't know what I'm gonna do. <clears throat> don't know what I'm gonna do for that 100th episode. I hope I can come up with something to really, to really knock your socks off, to knock your boots off. Because uh, I think it would just be cool. And I, as stated on a previous podcast, I think. I might just switch uh, the release schedule of these to maybe two days a week. Maybe just Mondays and Thursdays. Uh, probably one of those releases will be like a solo a, di- a solo podcast uh, just like this one. But it'll probably be an hour long. I'll probably just combine two 30s together. And get yourself an hour there for the Monday, and then the Thursday one will most likely be over an hour because it'll feature a guest of some sort. So that's what I'm thinking uh, to turn over a new turn over a new page. It'll probably be right near the new year. Two a week, <clears throat> two podcasts a week as opposed to four. So if you have any input or any any wise ideas, wise guys out there, wise guys and gals, uh, let me know. Um, shoot me a DM. Shoot me a fax. Shoot me um. Shoot me a a pigeon with a letter on it. Yeah, just let me know what you think. So going from two or four podcasts a week to two, but they will probably with the two releases per week. Though it might be. Just a little bit more meaty as opposed to doing the four a week and having them be some of them being the half hour um, half hour uh, joints. So if you do <clears throat> if if you dig the 30 minute ones, let me know if you think switching over to the hour, combining the 230s into one, Super podcast for the Monday and then having a guest on the Thursday spot. If you think that's a good idea, let me know. Or like I said, if you think if you like the 30s, if you like the four a week, let me know too. Because I can keep doing either. And basically if I get any feedback whatsoever, whatever it is, I'll just let I'll just have that be my guiding uh light. <laughs> Cause I don't know. Uh I'm you know, you can't tell what you're doing when you're in it. You need an outside perspective. So let me know what you think, what you're thinking, what you think of um, what you think of your life, what you think of your wife. Um, yeah, let me know. And um, yeah, now we'll, we will get into this here. Uh, your regularly scheduled program after I just write something down. Um, Just one moment. Tinder. Uh, 
Okay, okay, three, two, one, go. All right, here we are. Okay. <laughs> what I wrote down is hilarious. Uh, it's not something that should be written down ever, but it was just the stupidest idea that I had. But yeah, today is the Lord's Day for me. Um, whilst recording this, tomorrow is going to be the Bills versus the Patriots. That's a Monday night football game. But obviously when you are listening to this here podcast, that game is going to be long, long gone, daddy. Long gone. Uh, so I hope I hope that the Bills won. I hope they don't make me sad. I hope they don't make you sad any more than than we already are. We've already suffered enough with these here Buffalo Bills, especially in this past couple couple games. Had some bright spots. We've had some some skid marks, some brown spots, some shit stains, but um, still optimistic, I guess. Uh, what else can you do? But yeah, Bills versus Patriots, Monday night football game. That game is far past my bedtime, which is like 8.30 p.m. Since I have to wake up at 5 o'clock the next day, there's no shot in this whole goddamn universe that I will be watching that football game. So I guess I won't have the as deep of a connection to the game if I watched it, which would hurt more. So maybe I'm saving myself some heartache by not watching this football game because I have work the next day. I think that's going to be my strategy. But if it was a Sunday game, boy, you know I would be fucking watching it and then uh, with my stupid fucking Bills hat on and just having them fucking break my fucking heart. Ever since I got this stupid fucking Bills hat, the Bills have been playing like shit. I think I cursed the fucking team. Or I think they're already cursed. I don't fucking know. Who gives a fuck? But yeah, Boston, Patriots, New England. Um, uh, we went on a Boston field trip. I think it was just 8th grade. Good time. Gotta love a nice school field trip in middle school. A lot of people say that middle school was their least favorite time of their life. Everybody wanted to die. Everybody wanted to kick rocks, uh, pound salt. Everybody wanted to fuck off. I had a, a decent time. Hate to be that guy, but I had a decent time. Loved, um, loved going to home ec with my, um, Dyke Spike, uh, teach. It was a beautiful time. Loved, loved, um, what else did I love about middle school? Um, the principal dude, what was his name? Corella or something. People said that he wore a, a diaper because he got like kicked in, in, in the dick so many times that he had to wear a diaper. Don't you, <laughs> don't you just love, um, like those rumors that started in elementary school, middle school, even high school, some of the rumors about the teachers, which are pretty blatantly not true. But just saying them out loud like years later is just fucking hilarious. There's so many ridiculous fucking... <laughs> like, 
like his dick stopped working because he got kicked in it too many times by students. Um, but he was always he was always a good guy to me, Mr. Corella, so I would never have kicked him in his penis, even if the opportunity presented him, uh, presented itself. I would have never done that to him. He was a uh, yeah, he was a good guy. Um, yeah, middle school, what a time. I don't think we were allowed to have no, definitely weren't allowed to have phones even out in sight anywhere, right? Or maybe there was like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Because no phones at all, but there was always that one cool teacher who didn't give a fuck. There was, you always had that one cool teacher in like one in seventh and then one in eighth. The teacher was like, yeah, you could fucking pull it out and fucking play um, uh, Temple Run on it for a couple minutes. Go ahead, knock yourself out. And you always love those teachers. I'm trying to think of who that teacher was for me because I definitely had one. Who the fuck was it? Who the fuck was it? I don't really remember. No, it wasn't Miss No, Miss Plasek, yeah. No, she was definitely anti anti phone if I ever had a teacher that was any kind of no, not Miss Plasek. No, I don't fucking remember. But either way, oh, it was the oh, who was the who was the eighth grade English teacher? Um, eighth grade English teacher at LaSalle. It was Miss Chrissa, I think. Shout out to her. Um, she would definitely let us listen to music on our phones. It was like fucking the most liberating thing you could ever. The coolest fucking thing a teacher could ever do. Like, it's better than, like, they could have either handed you $1,000 or just let you play on your shitty fucking um, iPod Touch. Like, she might as well have been fucking God. Jesus Christ fucking resurrected um, by letting us use fucking our iPod Nano, our super early iPhones with the super fat chargers on the bottom of them. Yeah, Miss Chrissa, and I remember... I kind of blew it for the class, or at least I looked like a dipshit in the middle of the class. I was listening to music on my um, iPhone fucking 3G in 8th grade in ELA class. And we were doing some kind of, I don't think it was, she was, it might have been like a read aloud thing, but I was like listening to music for some reason like a fucking asshole. And she asked me a question, and I had both my earbuds in, so I couldn't tell the volume of my voice. And I and I just screamed out like, "What?" And I because or maybe it was wasn't as aggressive, but I was just like, "What?" And it was like super loud. And then she got pissed at me, so I kind of fucking made the kids look bad because she was nice enough to let us use our phones, but I'm here listening to fucking young, wild, and free at fucking 10 volume, just fucking vibing my ass off, listening to, or or reading fucking Dope Sick, or whatever fucking stupid-ass book we read in, uh, books we read in eighth grade. I can't even remember what other books. It was definitely Dope Sick. I don't fucking, and and it's like a, I don't even know what the fuck that book is. I think it's just somebody in a dream that was like, uh, they were like in a crack house or something. Let me, let's, uh, let's cliff note this real quick. 
Dope, sick book. All right, we're going to look it up. Oh, that's not even it. I don't think this is it. By Walter Dean Myers. And, um, all right, here we go. This is just a review of from Amazon. Dope Sick by Walter Dean Myers that all of us most likely read in uh, eighth grade. Um, so it's a captivating story. This actually isn't the fucking... This is just a review, so this probably could not be right. Captivating story of a young black teen who has made bad life choices and in the midst of dealing with consequences of one of those bad choices is asked to decide what changes he would make in his life given the opportunity. It would be nice to think that teens reading this book and who are facing challenging life situations take the same questions to heart. A moral story, I think is that you can't always control your situation or those around you, but you can control your responses to them. Well, isn't that just a very heartfelt uh, um, kind of review of this here book? I don't remember. Did anybody really even pay attention to books that they read in high school or, well, definitely middle school, obviously, but fucking... No shot you were ever re actually reading what was assigned to you in middle school. Maybe a little bit if you were a kiss-ass in high school. I think I might have paid attention to The Catcher in the Rye a little bit. Um, But there was that other one, too. What the fuck with uh, Lenny and the fucking... Where he shoots his friend. But I don't fucking know. I didn't... I don't... I feel like sometimes I'm in the mood to read and then I get like halfway through a book and then I'm like, fuck this. I'm just going to go fucking jerk off and get drunk somewhere. <laughs> but <laughs> what I meant to get to with the start of this whole, uh, before this whole tangent of books and uh, teachers that are the resurrected version of uh, Christ, uh, we're talking about the Boston trip that we went on in eighth grade. Um <laughs> Because we were talking about the Patriots, Boston, uh, middle school. So we fucking went on this Boston trip. Uh, lots of fun. I had a friend who said that he was going to go, but then he like made up some bullshit excuse as to why he couldn't go. It's like, why are you, why are you making up? Um, why are you just lying when you could just say the truth and just say you don't want to fucking go? Why do you got to be like that? Uh, but either way, we went on this... Uh, this here Boston trip, it was a real hoot and a fucking holler. Um, I don't remember what order anything happened at all. Yeah, we ended up staying, we stay at like some shitty fucking hotel. And then we would go check out Boston during the day. I think we went on that like duck boat or whatever the fuck it is. It's like some really shitty old car that can also uh, drive on water as well or float i don't fucking know that's what we did that's what was fun we went to the fucking quincy uh quincy market um just a bunch of uh just a bunch of shit and then i remember this one kid who was kind of like an acquaintance he bought this girl who was on the trip <laughs> we're in eighth grade i don't how old are you in eighth grade like 13, 14 year, years old, 
12, 13, 14. That's, that's probably it. That's just a guess. But that's, well, yeah, I guess if you're 18 when you graduate high school. So, yeah, probably 13, 14-ish. This kid on the trip, he bought another uh, girl that was on the trip. He bought her some, like, well, let me set the scene, I guess. So we were all on the bus home. Or we were driving home probably or to the hotel from the market, perhaps. This is when this happened. I don't know if this is exactly when it happened in the in the chronological order of this trip, but this happened. We were driving somewhere on the bus, all of us, and we were kind of sitting in our own little pack. Just probably eight of us just hanging out on the bus, talking shit. Once again, probably listening to music on our iPod Touches or iPhone 3Gs. Um, <laughs> and we're all just sitting around, and I think we we're all... Uh, looking at the things that we bought from the uh, Quincy Market, kind of just uh, comparing and contrasting, kind of show and tell. And this kid out of nowhere, male, pulls out a pair of... Um... <laughs> he pulls out a pair of um, booty shorts, which is interesting because I don't think he would have been wearing these shorts. They were quite skimpy. Remember, we are 13, 14 years old. And they're like that shitty, like, I heart New York style fucking that looks like there's like paint splattered all over it. You've seen it, the really shitty, just like touristy, designy, I heart Boston, I heart New York fucking shit. And it always has like neon colored paint splatters on it for some reason. You know exactly what I'm talking about. And um, so these pair of like booty shorts we're literally like 13 years old and he hands them to this girl. I guess he had a, a crush on her or something. And we were all like watching this. So it was, <laughs> it was just, and I don't, and uh, she wasn't really into him or into the, into the gift. I mean, nobody else had bought any, uh, bought any gifts for each other. This wasn't really a gift exchange. We were more just, you know, comparing and contrasting what we had bought for each other. But this gentleman on this here, uh, my uh, classmate, which I mean, I guess on paper seems like a kind offer, but he bought this. <laughs> he bought this girl. That was uh, he bought her some booty shorts. I guess the thirteen-year-old buying another pair of thirteen, uh, a thirteen-year-old buying another thirteen-year-old some fucking booty shorts. There you go. That's what he. That's what he was doing. I don't know. It's just. Uh, just a strange fucking, uh, just a strange thing to buy somebody. I mean, you could have went with a hat or literally anything else, and it probably would have been not as awkward. But I remember the the look on everyone's face, and just it might I think it just sucked the whole energy out of the bus. And we all just kind of sat there, and it's like, what the fuck? Just like fucking whispering to each other, murmuring to each other muttering to each other just like what the fuck what the fuck is this shit um yeah because it just kind of came like nobody wasn't a gift exchange so we were just on the bus and he just came out of nowhere spent his cold hard cash on some booty shorts for his uh, fellow classmates and decided to flex the gift in front of all of us very interesting <laughs> just uh kind of tone deaf to the situation and um Probably how old, 
how old we were. We're fucking 13 years old. We're all wearing fucking turtlenecks and fucking uh, chastity belts. We're in fucking eighth grade, for Christ's sake. But here he was. And I don't think that that ever worked out for him in the end. I don't think there's no kind of uh, materialization of their of their uh, relationship after buying her the, the booty shorts. I think he actually would have been better off not buying her anything, and he probably would have had a better shot. <laughs> but that was definitely a standout moment from that trip, a very uh, secondhand embarrassment we all felt for this here chap. um yeah just just an interesting like what the what was like the best case scenario that what would even happen like i i think she took them and was just like thanks like oh and then like that was and they weren't even like sitting next to each other on the bus so i think he had to like reach over and like really show everybody so just a tough go for that that their kid and also on uh this this was just a rough trip i guess um uh we did the on a big boat we did like i don't know if it was actually like a whale watching tour or wife watching tour whale watchers weight watchers whale watchers um some kind of boat tour i remember going on and this kid he kind of looked like he was British, but he was like a ginger. But he also looked like a fish at the same time. Um, he was. We were all in the boat, and then he kind of snuck off into the, into the latrine, into the, into the fucking men's room. And I guess he was fucking, uh, couldn't take it, and he just started whacking one off inside the bathroom of this, uh, of this boat. You ever just have to whack it on a boat? You can't even hold it. Yeah, I remember he was like a ginger, and he had a bowl cut, and he kind of had like really exaggerated features for some reason. I don't, and I don't think I ever saw this kid ever again after he did that. Um, after he did that deed on that on that boat, on that faithful day, it was just um, I don't know. I don't know what he was thinking. Maybe the did the water, did the aquatics, the uh, marine. Marine life, uh, everyone loves marine land. The aquatic life might have turned him on. Maybe he had a fish fetish. Say that five times fast. Um, so yeah, kind of an eventful trip for just an eighth grade uh, trip to Boston. We had the booty shorts buyers club. Uh, um, whacking on the whacking on the open ocean in a in a sovereign nation on open water jerking on open water and then um yeah we had a weird like middle-aged dj back at the hotel of this uh or back at the hotel they had like a meeting space and they thought like a dj would be a good idea so there was just a dude just just spinning vinyl just fucking ripping it and we're just like are we just supposed to like dance or something <clears throat> like that's the best thing that you could think of for a couple 13 14 year olds to be doing is you just get a dj kind of weird that's not the first thing that i would think of for fun at a hotel i guess there's not really that much fun to be had 
uh, in a hotel. But either way, or there definitely wasn't. Now that I'm just remembering this, um, they fucking... So that was like the height of fun that we could have on... Uh, well, I think we might have played football outside of the hotel, all of us. So there was that. That was a good time. But then when it was time to go to bed, I just remembered this out of nowhere. The um, the RAs are like the fucking chaperones of the trip. They said, all right, when you go in your room, we're going to be uh, taping the doors shut. So then if you guys leave, we'll know if you guys left the room. So don't even think about fucking leaving the fucking room. So we are kind of like treated as if we are prisoners on this field trip that's supposed to be uh, leisurely. And I don't know if they actually um, <clears throat> taped the door shut or maybe this was just a scare tactic. But maybe they did, maybe they didn't, I don't fucking know. I remember hearing stories of kids um, a year senior to us that like snuck weed on this trip like, <laughs> why do you gotta be in eighth grade and you're just like you can't go- take a couple days off from and I think they might have even brought alcohol too it's like you guys are really scoundrels granted uh, uh, flash forward a year later to the summer after ninth grade we're all fucking boozing and fucking Rasta 420 in it up but yeah to bring it on uh, a school field trip seemed like much higher stakes because, um, or I don't know. But I guess, yeah, some people in the class above us, they brought weed on the fucking trip. And I'm sure, <laughs> and I'm sure those people are doing, are doing great uh, wherever they are right now. I'm sure they're doing just dandy. I'm sure they got a, got a wife and kids or whatever the fuck they're doing. Um... <laughs> This shit's crazy. Uh, uh, middle school kids are really just a ruthless bunch. They're really, uh, it's just a crazy time. But yeah, that was, that was a good time. Uh, booty shorts, uh, gift, um, jerking off on the on the ocean blue, and then the weird hotel DJ, and then being... Um, kind of locked as a prisoner in our hotel room uh, during this field trip, which is supposed to be a good time. I don't know. I don't know, folks. <laughs> Speaking of weird fucking oceanic fetishes of people and people that like water and people that like fish and swimming and uh, matched with this girl on Tinder and she fucking... I don't know if this is a Canadian thing or Brock University, Niagara College, any of my fellow uh, Tinder users of uh, in Niagara Falls, New York, can relate to those their uh, uh, educational institutions, Brock University and Niagara College. She let me know that her uh, fetish was like uh, like the fucking machines, like the the drill bit uh, dildo guns very interesting stuff um hadn't heard that before i guess most people that um (laughs) that's their fetish they would probably keep that close to their chest and not really let them 
let the whole uh, peanut gallery know that that's their their mo. But she was brave enough to let a brother know. Um, um, the relationship didn't really last much longer after that. But <laughs> um, I think who said this? I think Christian might have said this. He says, "Well, if that's like your highest." Like, that's, like, your highest fetish or your biggest, like, turn-on. All you have to do is just go buy a fucking DeWalt fucking drill and a fucking uh, jackrabbit, then you're fucking on your way. You don't even need... Your whole life is complete at that point. Because at least with a fetish that consists of a real human, you have to, like, pursue them and that. But uh, with this here... Uh, um. This fetish, all you gotta do is just go, just three easy installments of fucking twenty nine ninety nine. Then you're fucking on your way. You're getting fucked by a fucking. You're getting fucked by the thing you just built your fucking deck with that you just remodeled your house with. How about that? But uh, yeah, any any people that have machine fetishes, uh, sorry if I offended. I didn't mean. You're welcome on this program any day of the week. <laughs> Um, and, uh, all my Canadian, uh, all the Canadians out there, I'm not trying to box you in and say that you're all, that you're all into, fu uh, <clears throat> fucking machines and flying machines and all that, but just letting you know that one your own has, uh, has succumbed to the temptation. <laughs> um, but yeah, I gotta, gotta be frank. This was a... This was a fun cast. I'll give it that. Um, I had a hoot. I hope you uh, enjoyed it. Maybe, maybe had a had a couple laughs, a couple knee slappers, or at least just enjoyed it. Maybe cracked a smile, cracked a, a shitty grin. Um, this has been Garden Pals number ninety-one for uh, Monday, December thirteenth, and. Uh, Thank you for tuning into the program, and uh, go get after it, folks.